0: KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. It started with a motion. It's the benefit of this country that we have a better Speaker of the House than Kevin McCarthy. It ended with an unprecedented moment. The resolution is adopted. The office of Speaker of the House is hereby declared vacant. It's easy to scoff at the drama and infighting surrounding Kevin McCarthy's ouster as Speaker of the House, but nothing like this had ever happened before in U.S. history, and here's the real headline, the third most powerful position in the United States government is now vacant.
1: We live in dangerous times, perilous times, and you know the idea now we've been a week and we, we don't have a Speaker of the House is very concerning.
0: Dr. John Kennedy is a political science professor at Westchester University, an expert on American government and politics. We know the stakes for the next speaker are high. What we don't know is who's going to fill the role.
1: As incumbent it is for the Republicans for the country to have a speaker, there's probably many possibilities yet to how this is going to play out.
0: I'm Matt Leon, and today on KW News Radio in depth, how will the House clean up its mess? What makes the speakership so important? And what does all this say about the state of American politics and democracy? First of all, what exactly does the speaker of the house do? What kind of falls under the purview of that position? First,
1: let me just mention that the Speaker of the House is a constitutionally mandated position. It's laid out in in Article 1 of the Constitution. Uh, The the Constitution creates the Speaker. You know, from that standpoint, keep in mind, this is a very important position. It's mentioned in the Constitution. Uh, Many of the rules of Congress are sort of congressional rules, but this is a constitutional rule. As far as powers of the Speaker... Yeah, that that that's going to that has changed over time, depending upon the era, depending upon the individuals. But in general, you know, you do have the power to preside over the House of Representatives. Now, it's rare that the, you you would find you know former Speaker McCarthy, but uh, Nancy Pelosi or speakers having the gavel. You know, they usually pass it off to lieutenants or others, uh, or if it's uh, again unless it's really a high profile vote. But they do preside over the House. Uh, they're involved in. Uh, Assigning members to committees, of course, Uh, you know, what legislation is going to be moved. The speaker is part of the leadership team, along with majority leader, the whips and their their organizations. But, you know, those are sort of the legislative roles. But in the modern era, there are also some very important responsibilities that speakers have, uh, which include being a spokesperson for the party, uh, representing the party in the media, in the press. You know, going on radio stations, television programs, being able to articulate uh, their message. You know, the, the role of the speaker also is going to be predicated in how they approach it to whomever is in the White House. You know, for instance, Nancy Pelosi, when she was the speaker in the first two years of the Biden administration, uh, you know, she's obviously working in tandem with the administration to get their agenda across the finish line to get it passed. If you are the speaker and like whoever the republican is going to be and, and you know kevin McCarthy until recently mccarthy other job is to is, is to provide a counterpoint to the president uh and, and you know ultimately you know they the, the job of the minority, the minority party in, in the in the house is to become the majority and the job of the majority is to stay in and and try to win the presidency if possible uh, but another very important responsibility that speakers have today is to raise money. Uh, campaigns, as you know, are very expensive. There are, you know, we're not talking about a dozen or two dozen. They're you know, not, they're not all competitive, but we have 435 house races. Uh, again, not all are competitive, but many of them are. And it's the job of the speaker uh, to raise a ton of money. And that's something that McCarthy, Kevin McCarthy, the former speaker, was very adept at. Uh, And uh, whether or not he returns, you know, that remains to be seen, or whoever the next Republican speaker is, uh, they're going to have a tough time filling the shoes that he had uh, as a money raiser uh, in the Republican Party.
0: Now, right now, I think people hear that there is a, a kind of a placeholder speaker, a speaker pro tem Representative Patrick McHenry, people say, what's the big deal? This guy is doing it. Literally, he just is able to keep the lights on. He can't move legislation or anything like that, right? He is just simply there as a a, a placeholder.
1: You're absolutely right. And the only thing he can do is call a vote for a speaker. He can, you, you, they cannot pass legislation. They cannot issue statements from the House. We are in unch- uncharted waters in a sense. This has never happened before. You know, wrapping your head around that for a moment. It, throughout our history, almost 250 years, we have never had a vacant com- speakership before. You know, there isn't anything to look back on, but we do know that uh, the rules of the House, uh, this this speaker, temporary speaker, uh, cannot do anything more than call a vote for the new speaker.
0: And to your point of this has never happened before, the motion to vacate was brought to the floor by Matt Gates or brought up by Matt Gates, And people are saying, how is it that one guy can have this much power? Well, the reason is in order to become the speaker, because everybody remembers we had whatever it was, 15 votes in January where Kevin McCarthy finally won. He kept changing rules, giving things away, giving things away. And one of the things he gave away was I think it used to be 20 you used to have to have 20 people come together for a motion to vacate and it got dropped to 1 and in a way you feel like Kevin McCarthy signed his own death warrant with this
1: and and and, and you know that's that's going to be part of the calculation on who the next speaker is going to be i assume uh, that's that's part of the, the 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 conversation that Republicans are having. Uh, some Republicans certainly want to change that. Uh, obviously, some are going to be resistant. It gives it, uh, it gives it every every member of the majority party a tremendous amount of power, right uh, to to call for a to call for a vote. You know, whoever is the next speaker. If if this if this rule remains the same, and one person can call a vote to vacate the speaker. Yeah, don't be surprised if this happens again uh, uh, two months from now, three months from now. If they're ever, you know, we're going to have uh, again, we you know what the countdown now is to another government shutdown. But, you know, that's on the horizon again. Uh, that hasn't been settled. Uh, you know, so however that plays out, we don't know. But uh, t- to me, that is something Republicans are going to have to deal with. Uh, do they want to ultimately the majority of the of the caucus is going to have to decide what they want to do here.
0: And we talk about not being able to move any legislation, and I think a lot of people say, well, what's the big deal? You've got the situation in Israel. You've got the situation in Ukraine. You've got these incredibly important and dangerous situations across the world that the U.S. is expected to provide aid, provide weapons, whatever it is. That can't happen without a Speaker of the House, right?
1: It can't, and you know we live in dangerous times, perilous times, and you know the idea now we've we've been a week we have we don't have a speaker of the house it is 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 you know I I think very concerning you know, obviously with the conflagration in the Middle East right now but uh, remember it is only you know the House of Representatives that ultimately you know has a say in in, in uh, declaring war and and moving things in that regard uh, so I. I I, I can't imagine that this is something that can that the Republicans can can want to uh, or can uh, allow to drift uh, more than a couple more days.
0: What impact does this have on our democracy, and also not just within this country, but other countries? And I think authoritarian countries can point to this and say, "Listen, this whole democracy thing—it doesn't work. They can't get anything done. They can't even." Get somebody in, in the jobs, as as you point out, that their constitution calls for. It seems like there is a degrading effect past just the political moment and the who's up, who's down like this. In addition to not being able to move funding for things like this, degrades the democracy, doesn't it?
1: Obviously, we have a lot of enemies across the world, and you're right. And, and you know, they, they want to point to chaos and democracy as this an a, a example that doesn't work. Uh, you know, that's, that, that's certainly they're, they're going to make that case. I, 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 As far as the broader picture of what it means for democracy, I think it does pretend to a different type of era we're in politically, uh, where in which members can someone like a Representative Gates, who's been in Congress a relatively short amount of time, uh, can, we, can 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 uh, generate a tremendous amount of, of clicks and, and raise a tremendous amount of money. Perhaps running for governor of Florida in a, in in a, in a few years. You know the the, the political landscape has changed uh, considerably over time. A lot of it is you know television and such, but also the media. Members at one time were expected to be apprentices. Uh, you know in their first the first several terms, not to not to raise a raise a stir. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, you know, but that, but that's changed, you know, the, the the old saying, there are show horses and work horses. Uh, we, we, we see is, is truer today than it ever was. And, and and today the show horses are those who gain a lot of, who gain much of the attention.
0: We need to take a break. We will have more with Dr. John Kennedy right after this. This is KYW news radio in depth. We are back on KUW News Radio In-Depth, continuing our conversation about the Speaker of the House with Dr. John Kennedy of Westchester University. One thing that's interesting, because there was a little bit of a stir that someone was going to nominate Donald Trump to be Speaker of the House. And I think a lot of people poo pooed that. Well, he's not in Congress, but you don't have to be in Congress to be the Speaker, right? Like that's kind of a – I don't know if it's a quirk or anyone – can, if they get nominated and get the votes, they can be speaker, correct?
1: Yes. Uh, we've never had, of course, a speaker who was not a member of Congress. But the Constitution does not specifically state that the speaker must be a member of Congress. We have had members who were not members receive votes before, but usually they were votes as protests. Uh, you know, members, people like Bob Dole, when he was out of office, received a couple of votes, Colin Powell and such. There is a constitutional argument that can be made. Because if you look at a careful reading of, uh, of Article 1, it does say legislative power, which implies that the person should be a legislator. Now, I, again, we've never had this. But I think, I think an argument can be made that that is something that could be challenged, not, uh, 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 whether or not a person who is not a member uh, could be speaker. Um, as far as former president being speaker, I think the, 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 the rules of the House, at least that were approved in uh, January – uh, of 23 uh stated that an individual under indictment could not serve as speaker so I think that uh, precludes his his uh, and i don't I don't think obviously there's a lot of other things on his plate right now i don't i don't uh, I mean I think Democrats would probably rejoice if you if, 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 I, I don't i mean for all you say about former president trump i don't I don't think you know sort of the the minutiae of parliamentary duties is something that I can envision him digesting
0: but that is something that is an incredibly important part of the job is that parliamentary knowing how the sausage is made and where the pressure points are in the system
1: the parliamentary rules are extremely complicated and that's that's why members it, 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 for instance if you you're familiar with like the Senate I mean, obviously it's a smaller institution but newer members are always uh, you know give, given the responsibility of, of gabbling the Senate that's how they learn that's how you learn the rules because obviously members members who are running for the for office, they they, you know, they may they, they don't have they don't have a rudimentary knowledge of it, but they don't have the detailed uh how, how complicated some of the parliamentary rules are. So it's one way to to get acquainted with it. But yeah, I think, you know, along those lines, I think one when someone floated Liz Cheney, the Democrats could nominate Liz Cheney as a candidate for speaker. Maybe she could uh maybe she could peel off a couple of Republican votes. I, I doubt that would happen, but uh we don't know how this is going to play out, frankly. Uh who are the next speaker is going to be.
0: Steve Scalise of Louisiana, Jim Jordan of Ohio are the two names. I've also read Kevin McCarthy might, if he doesn't pursue another shot at it, he wouldn't say no if someone were to nominate him. This could go in a lot of different directions. It I also think it is not crazy that the minority leader, Hakeem Jeffries, in some bizarre Gets all the Democrats enough moderate Republicans get tired of everything and just go that way that that he could become Speaker. It's remote, but these are all on the table now.
1: They're all possibilities. Sure, they are all on the table. I think you know running down the the, the, the list of candidates that you mentioned. I, I I tend to believe that neither McCarthy, neither Jordan or Scalise will will be the next Speaker. Uh, I don't think either will have the votes. Uh, you know there are sixteen Republicans who represent Biden districts. And I, I'm, I'm guessing that most of them would strongly push back against a, a speaker Jordan. Uh, and, and, and Jordan has obviously he has the support now, of the former president, President Trump. Uh, but he hasn't he hasn't been a, a, a good fundraiser over the years. Uh, he, he really hasn't been a legislator. He, he hasn't he's never passed any bills. Uh, he's very good as far as arguing. He's very good on television. He's very good on going on cable, stressing various talking points. But as far as doing the nuts and bolts of legislating uh that that doesn't seem to be something in his wheelhouse so I, I don't I don't see I and I don't again I don't think Scalise is going to have the votes I think he coming out as quick as he did right after McCarthy uh was was deposed I think coming out as quick as he did probably. Uh, alienated a lot of the McCarthy supporters. So I, I, I would actually, I think the odds of McCarthy re-emerging is probably stronger than either of those two. Although if I was a betting person, I, I'd probably bet Field against uh, against the three of them.
0: Let's say McCarthy does come back. If that rule's not changed, you and I are talking in three months probably about something else that triggered a motion to vacate and watch, rinse, repeat, no?
1: It, it, absolutely. We You know, this deja vu all over again, as, as Yogi Berra said. I I think yeah I mean we're gonna we still have a, a budget uh, crisis looming a shutdown and now it's less than forty days so uh, if that gets resolved and you know again some you know some uh, some on the far right aren't happy with it you could see the same thing happen again you know I think I think one so if if the Democrats were to for instance if they could you know again you look at the moderate Republicans who really haven't pressed the issue you know they they. They have they haven't really allowed the the, the Matt is to to take the to take to take control in a sense. If they were to form a coalition with the Democrats, for instance, you know someone like a Brian Fitzpatrick out in Bucks County or another you know Republican's view is more moderate, that would be very interesting. Uh, if the Democrats united behind someone, now again, if you, your risk assessment, if you're a Republican, to do that would be very high, but. Again, we're in a very tumultuous time, uh, obviously, with uh, you know, the international affairs and such. Uh, it, it, as incumbent it is for the Republicans, for the country to have a speaker, there's probably many, many possibilities yet to, to how this is going to play out.